The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to CRO Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to get into the weeds to help you optimize your most important marketing asset, your website. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses the tools and tactics you should implement to optimize the heck out of your web traffic. Joining us today is Paresh Mandian and Ashwin Gupta, who run the marketing department at VWO, which is both a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast and the world's leading web testing and experience optimization platform that enables growing businesses to conduct qualitative and quantitative visitor research, build an experimentation roadmap, and run continuous experiments on their digital properties. So far this week, we've discussed the process for building an effective CRO roadmap, the best practices for observing your customer's behavior, and how to shape your customer experiences. And today we're going to talk about how to optimize your CRO and experience testing. Here's the fourth installment of CRO Week with Paresh Mandihan and Ashwin Gupta from VWO. Paresh, Ashwin, welcome back to CRO Week on the MarTech Podcast. I cannot believe it's day four already. Excited to be here and have a great conversation. It's Thursday. We're having a good time and I feel like we're providing a lot of value. Paresh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I think we should continue this for a few more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got two more episodes to go. And today we're talking about one that's very nuanced. We were talking yesterday about after you've observed your customer behavior and you're figuring out what some of your takeaways are, you're building hypotheses and you're running experiments. Great. You're running experiments. Now, how do you actually do the optimization and what are you building into your website? Talk to me about how you're optimizing your CRO and experience testing. I think it's important to understand what you're trying to improve. And I think when we say the word experience, it goes beyond just optimizing for conversions. I think you need to also look at the experiences that you're giving. So for example, an e-commerce website, right? It's not just about the product page, but it's also about the recommendations that you're showing, or it's also about the search results that you're showing, or it's also about the suggestions that you're giving on the homepage. So all of that are probably not completely anchored towards conversions, but what it's doing is bit by bit giving you a better experience so that the end customer feels like they belong and they get a great experience and then they convert. So from that perspective, you need to look at your customer journey and figure out what are the important points where your customers get information or value 
from your product? And are you giving an optimal experience there? And then make sure your optimization strategy tackles those points and you optimize those points aggressively so that the customer journey is a great one. And having metrics in place that you can measure to quantify this improvement in customer journey would also be very, very important. I think one of my concerns here, and this gets back to the growth versus marketing strategy, is as you're making micro-optimizations to your web platform, as you're changing your messaging, your imagery, the flow of your website, you start off with one cohesive message. You know, you have a, a thought of how all of these pieces work together when you build your website. And then you start tinkering and you start changing and you start bolting other things on. And at some point you've made all of these micro optimizations and you run the risk of potentially getting away from having a cohesive product. Talk to me about how you mitigate risk as you're making thousands of micro tweaks, colors, copies, words, placement, that you're not building something that actually misses the major mission that you're trying to accomplish. I think, Benjamin, you're still thinking about a user is reacting to something a lot more than what we have right now. And then it would lead to micro experiences that are kind of detached from the original thing that you actually built. But what I would suggest is that you're learning more about your customer and your customer is changing every day. And as you experiment, you generate these evidences through these micro experiences that there's a shift in how your customer is thinking. And then you need to keep a high level view of your business, of your web properties, of your product properties, and really understand, is that changing behavior or is that changing user expectation being addressed by your business? And I think having that kind of dance with both the things is important at all the times. You cannot just focus on one and forget about the other. So it goes back to the first conversation that we had uh, in the first episode. Understanding your business context is important. And then adding to that in this episode, understanding the changing context of your business is just as important. And addressing that effectively becomes a very important part of your experience optimization and growth strategy. Paresh, I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you. Let's say I'm running a, a men's fashion e-commerce business. And I have socks, shorts, and t-shirts that I'm selling. And I realized through my experimentation that I can drive people through the sock placement and they're buying them in bulk. And all of a sudden I'm becoming a more specialized brand because I am conversion rate optimizing and experience optimizing, driving my customers to the product that they like the most, which is socks. Now, the problem is socks have a limited ceiling in terms of how much I can grow the business. Even if we're selling more now, the future just isn't as bright when we become a sock brand as opposed to a general men's apparel brand. How do you rationalize what you're learning from a CRO perspective compared to where you want to go strategically from a brand as a marketer? This is a great point because there are two parts to it, right? So one is what your users that are currently coming to your website doing, what are they interested in? What are they buying? And the other bit is what do you want them to do, right? From a more futuristic perspective. And the reality is uh, some of it may also be dependent on which channels you're driving that traffic from, where your marketing efforts are focused on. Why are you not getting that traffic that is not buying what you really want them to buy? So that's one part of it getting the right kind of traffic becomes very, very important. The CRO process as a process really starts after you get that traffic. 
So if that bit is broken, your traffic generation engine is broken, CRO is not going to be able to fix that. So, so that's one bit. But from a CRO perspective, one thing that we spoke about earlier, segments, that becomes really important because there are about 27 different kinds of segments that you can build natively within the VWO tool. And those segments could be as small as browsers, which visitors from which browsers are buying and buying what visitors from mobile site versus a desktop site, visitors which are new or returning, visitors that came from a particular referral source versus other, and these 27 different variants, right? So then from a CRO perspective, what becomes really important is identifying all these segments and watching their behavior through segments and trying to understand whatever little sales that you already have for the products that you really want to scale in. Where are those people coming from? What is their behavior? And then changing your marketing tactics to actually attack that kind of user and get more of that kind of traffic. So essentially, if you think about it, it's not a testing thing. But if you're able to identify that segment, identify their behavior, you can go back and really change your marketing tactics to get more of that. So it works really well from that perspective. I think that's a really important thing to understand as you're going through CRO. You go through the process of your website and you know, using the metaphor of a car, you're going to work on the engine, then you're going to work on the air conditioning, and then you're going to work on the interior, and then you're going to work on the exterior. And if you replace all of these parts, at the end, at some point, you get close to having a new car. And that might not necessarily be what you want. The practice of CRO is meant to be a way for you to understand who your customers are and what their behaviors are. And if you are finding that your customers are not performing in a fashion that you want them to, the truth is it might be not necessarily that your website is performing one way, that you have a marketing problem or a brand or positioning problem where you're not attracting the type of people that are going to convert in the way you are. And that can be a learning that you get from your CRO activity. As you're going through segmentation and you're understanding who your customers are, using the metaphor from the e-commerce brand that I mentioned, hey, everybody that we're bringing to our website is buying socks. Well, as it turns out, they're all 25-year-old men who work in sales and all they care about is colorful socks. I need to start marketing to a different group, the 35-year-old men who are looking for more activewear, t-shirts and shorts. The CRO practice can help you evolve your website to optimize for the people that are coming to your site. And if you're not liking the results that you're having, that can help influence what your marketing strategies are. Any other thoughts on what you can learn and how to optimize your CRO testing? So the one other very important aspect which we haven't spoke about in any of the episodes is the collaboration bit. So CRO as a process is not one person's job. CRO as a process involves marketing, it involves UX people, UI people, it involves product managers, it involves some of your technology people if they need to get involved to code something. So really the CRO process is a process that is managed by multiple departments. So the collaboration factor becomes really, really essential. The ability for many people in your organization to be able to record their observations, the ability for multiple people to be running conquering tests, the ability for them to be able to bring that data into one place and see everything that is happening in one place becomes super important. And that's where a lot of organizations go wrong, right? They there is a team that is tasked with gathering insights. There is another team that is running tests. There is another team that is running engagement campaigns. 
And none of those teams and campaigns or whole plan talk to each other. And the results that you're able to drive to that are much less impactful compared to if you integrate all of that. So really, BWO plan as a layer is built on the hypothesis of collaboration. Really, you know, our tool enables every department, everyone in your company to bring their observations on one single platform, to build their hypotheses on one single platform, to prioritize all these different ideas on one single Kanban board and really run tests and see what results each test is driving from one place. And that whole process really is a winner, right? So I think that was really important to highlight. Yeah, I think that's a very important tip. And I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, CRO is incredibly intimidating to me because there are so many different ways that you can go and so many different tests that you can run. And you can totally go down a rabbit hole here. And because it is such a big topic, there are lots of constituents within your organization that should be involved. It shouldn't just be the marketer deciding to run tests. It should be marketing, working with design, working with product management, working with engineering, and working with your executive team to make sure that they understand the impacts. Hey, look, we are getting conversion rate optimization findings that are driving us to focus this website on being a sock brand. That is a strategic departure from the men's fashion brand we are building. Should we optimize for this and try to maximize revenue now? Or should we have a conversation with the rest of the marketing team about how to change our marketing mix to get people to be interested in these other products? Working with your executive team is important as well. Ashwin, any last words from you? Yeah, so adding to that, testing is not just about improving conversions or giving better experiences, but also learning. Learning is a very, very important bit. And exposing those learnings across your organization also is really important because you're learning something in marketing and then, you know, the other teams are not getting that learning and they're not incorporating that in product or the way they're communicating with the customers or the branding. It kind of falls flat. So collaboration and learning, adding to those points, learning is also a very, very important bit in the experience optimization strategy. That's a great tip and honestly makes one of the anxieties I have around CRO feel a lot better because the goal of this process is not necessarily to conduct a million tests and do these micro-optimizations. It is about learning who your customers are, and that's an important task as a marketer. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Paresh and Ashwin from BWO for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Paresh and Ashwin's tips for building an effective CRO and experience optimization strategy, we're going to publish our last episode of CRO Week tomorrow morning. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow when we discuss how you can use your CRO and experience testing to better engage and drive more activity through communication with your customers. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Paresh and Ashwin, you can click on the link to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send them a tweet. Their company's handle is VWO, or you can visit their company's website, which is VWO.com. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you're listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We have summaries of all of our episodes. It has the contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter to have our content delivered to your inbox. 
And if you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, we'd love to hear from you. We created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us a topic suggestion or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Or you could just reach out to me on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.